Yo, I've been eyeballing you all day. Looking all fine and shit. I want to lick you down. <laughs> all right ladies and gentlemen welcome back to fat talk we're here we're fat we're back we're we've got a lot of back fat i'm your co-host chuck hernandez with me is frank Oyazo, as always good lighting frank. good lighting it <laughs> looking good I got my, I got my, my, my light. Yeah, baby. My selfie light. That's perfect. <laughs> so how's it going for you, dude? What's happening with you? Good. Uh, this, this week was pretty good. Uh, we, you know, I don't know if it's because people are getting stimulus checks or what. We, you know, we've been pretty busy doing deliveries and uh, we did our, we opened up our food truck. Um in the parking lot of our shop. That way people could come do curbside. And uh, it's been good. Past two days have been good. Uh, today today was almost like a normal Friday for us. Uh, so pretty good. Yeah, so uh, I'm a little tired. A lot of the running around and stuff like that. But uh, it's good. You know, I can't complain that we're able to make some money. Which So <laughs> I can't complain about that. So, uh, you know, we're just trying to hopefully this goes well and we can, you know, bring some of our employees back and, you know, get rock and rolling again, you know, like, but I will say this, uh, you know, that I don't want to call anybody out, but like, you know, I'm a really small business. I'm a blip on the radar as far as money goes. Right. You know, uh, we're a very niche, niche type of business, but you know, I applied for all this stimulus shit because you know, you have to, right. But I'm not gonna get any of it. I already was told the, the payment protection pro- that was fucking used up already. You know, and then all the other loans, it's all gone. Sure. You know, and there's a lot of big, I'm not calling anybody out, but there's a lot of big companies that have a lot of resources that got hundreds of millions of dollars from the fucking government uh, yeah. to, 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 so that they could survive, even though they're fucking laying everybody off anyway. So, you know, uh, you know, I know we said this in the very beginning, like I'm not counting out anybody yeah. or any government shit to help me, but that's pretty fucking sad. Uh, that's why I'm a libertarian and that's why I will be voting libertarian. Like I do every fucking election, fuck blue, fuck red. They're only there to fuck everybody over. Go vote for Joe Jorgensen. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I I, I, I never turns the political, political thing, but anyway, you know, it's hard not to dude. This, this is a, this is a very trying time. And, and, you know, I don't think that you are wrong for feeling that way. I think there's a lot of people that feel the same way. I think that that um, to hear that some of the companies that the businesses that did receive support, you know, where where they you know fall, it doesn't. It's it, it's it's interesting, you know, uh, and it's kind of upsetting, you know, because there's a lot of there's a lot of very unique businesses that need that help. And, and, uh, you know, you're speaking from, from that perspective and I understand it. 
and and it's 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 totally unfair and i think you're right i think that the perspective of you know don't relying on the government to save you you know is is the right one <clears throat> but i do think that the government does have play a, a role and does have a responsibility absolutely, absolutely. It, i'm not saying that they shouldn't have a government i'm just not happy with their response the same shit. yeah I the agree. The blue bullshit. Yeah, I agree. And and you know, it's funny. I was uh, I was I was thinking today. You know, and and I felt this way for a while. But you know, I I, I don't really I don't really uh, relate to any politician. And and for me, you know, I'm definitely more. Um, I'm definitely more. Uh, aligned with democratic uh, uh philosophical you know viewpoints but you know there are plenty of democratic uh politicians that i detest um you know and uh more you than you know what's up that's what i'm gonna say I, I this that's to me where the system fails us because i'm the opposite i'm a very conservative person uh when it comes to most things i mean of course but i have a lot of I don't like most of the red people. Sure. And then, you know, so it's me and you who, yeah, even though you might be more left-leaning yeah. and I'm a little bit more right-leaning, we yeah. can get together and we have common ground and we can say, hey, it's not fucking black and white. Yeah. And instead of black and white, it's red and blue. Yeah. You know, there's a whole gray area. Yeah, and that's, and that's, and that's what I think, you know, it's not even that. I think that for me, the idea is, is that, I can never relate to somebody who comes from a completely, you know, or a group of people that come from a different uh, class in right. terms of income and in terms of, you know, where, where they're at socioeconomically. And, and it's uh, one of those things where there's a disconnect and, and, you know, we live in a, in a society in which we have representatives that are supposed to um, respond to their constituents and they don't. And it's a broken system and there's a lot of things that are broken and so i totally you know i really don't relate to any politician mainly because i can't uh really um you know that the, there's a disconnect because they're coming from a completely different uh um frame of reference completely different perspective and so, um, you know, for example, um, you know, Bethel O'Rourke, right? Someone who is, who I totally love to hear what he's saying philosophically, but he's still someone that is coming from, you know, a very wealthy uh, background. And, and, and even though he lost to Ted Cruz, you know, there's just this big disconnect, and I think that the mis- you want to talk about totally, totally different, but exactly the same. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and, and so, uh, you know, do I think that the government should have a responsibility in this? Absolutely, uh, but I also feel like, you know, most politicians are self-interested, absolutely, and whether they're Democratic or Republican, and exactly. so, and so. So where does that leave us, right? A common citizen. You know where that leaves us? That leaves us in 
we have to stop getting behind people that don't fucking care about you. Well, that's everybody. That's the problem. Right. Is, right. That, is that the mistake people make is that they think that somebody cares about them. Right. Uh, there's, and, and, and so what, how does that relate to a health and, and wellness podcast? How does that relate to us? To me, it relates in that, you know, if you think that the system is going to save you, it's not. There's a, there's a, uh, a uh, rehab facility down the road from my house that has 50 coronavirus patients, 50 mm-hmm. coronavirus people that are infected, or 50 right. people that are there that are infected with a, a, uh, with a report that there are three nurses taking care of all 50. And the Metro Health System is refuting that claim, saying, oh, everything's fine, whatever, while, while, um, while there are other people who are saying it's not. Um, just the fact that that story is coming out, it's, it's very scary. You know, it's, you know there's, a lot of, there's a lot of things, problems that aren't being addressed. There are people who are not playing their role in all this. Uh, school was just canceled for the rest of the year. You know, the fact yeah. is, this is not... This is not a this is not a time for uh, you know congressional leaders to to be uh, away from their post. This is not a time for uh, inaction. This is a time for sweeping governmental intervention uh, that that you know is 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 going to address the problems so that people can survive. And right now, it's not happening. Right now, there's a disconnect, and and so where do where do we find ourselves? So so then, if we can't rely on the government to save us, and here's the thing: is I mentioned this previously, is when my dad got sick last year, he spent from February till July in and out of physical rehab places uh, until until the doctors said that he was um, end stage kidney and liver function in which case he was you know in hospice which is means that he's going to die and that totally sucked that even under those circumstances where this pandemic wasn't you know an, an underlying issue it was so it's disheartening difficult difficult and the situation right so if those circumstances now you throw a pandemic into the mix <laughs> it's impossible. You know, you right. were reading stories about people who are having to go uh, and get treatment individually because uh, their family or no no uh, loved one can go with them into the ER. My mom just went to the ER last week because she had some 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 issues. She's on a two week quarantine in her little community now. Yeah, but my my point is this is is um, is that even under those circumstances with my dad last year, when there was no pandemic, it was very difficult. Right. So right now, it's just so crazy. 10,000 people lining up for, for uh, uh, food assistance from the San Antonio Food Bank. Over 20 million Americans unemployed. You know, this is not, this is not a, a political issue. This is an issue of survival. And, and what sucks is that... Uh, uh, there's still the cronyism that existed before, um, you know, this pandemic. 
still prevalent now. And, and I think that ultimately the only thing that's going to save people collectively is the realization that nobody cares about you. Right. So then, you about yourself. Yeah, exactly. Nobody cares about you. And, and you have to care about yourself and you got to care, care about your neighbor. You got to, you got to, you got to have each other's back. Well, and, and that's the thing is, is so what does that boil down to? That boils down to the things that you have a hand in, the things you can control, right? You can only control that bubble that you live in, right? right. And so, you know, I've had friends that have invited me to go running, uh, to go exercise, and, and I want to, but I, right. I've declined. I've right. done a, a minimal amount of, of, of supporting of, of local um, businesses, Yep. To an extent where I feel like, you know, I've, I've contributed what I can. Right. And at the same time, with, you know, with the same understanding that my ultimate responsibility is to survive and to have my kids make it out of this. Right. And so, you know, we've made certain choices. Um, you know, I do all the grocery shopping, you know, stuff like that. I read stories about people who are who are separated from their loved ones and going into the hospital. Some making it out, some not. Yep. And and the fact is is that uh, you know we cannot rely on anybody to save us. No one's going to advocate for us. So right. what is that? So then what what does that have to do with a, a health and wellness podcast? Comedic well, health. That, it's like it's like it's like you're saying right. It's like. It's even if even what's one of the biggest killers, even more than what's happening right now with this pandemic is diabetes and health related heart disease, these type of things that it, you know, even when the government tries to step in, like in New York, you're not allowed to sell certain size sodas and they're trying to take sodas out of school and all that shit. Like it takes a person to make that decision. That's where we're at. Yeah. And it, th that's the burden we, we have here in this country is that we have freedoms. We can choose to fucking kill ourselves, basically. Yeah. And whether it relates to this pandemic as it does to diabetes, as it does to heart disease, is that you have to make choices. And you can choose to the left path, which will take you one way, or choose the right path, which can take you the other way. But guess what? You can make a decision that gives you better odds of surviving. You know, if you don't want to die, like you, you made a choice. You know, you know that if you stayed at over 500 pounds for much longer, you knew, you, you realized that I'm going to fucking die. And it's not going to be a fucking, oh, a fun death. It's going to be a fucking horrible, painful, sad death because you're going to just waste away. You knew that. You made a decision. You know, it's the same thing with this pandemic. You have to, we have to, just like with being healthy, it's the same thing with uh, the, the pandemic. You have to make a decision. Like, I need to be healthy as possible. And if it doesn't matter if you fucking think this is a hoax, or you may, it's fucking here. Cat's off the bag. We, we, it's growing and growing and growing. And so we have to make a decision. Like, I need to do everything I can to fight this. Yeah. Just like as if you were overweight, and you have a sugar addiction, you got to fucking make the same decision. Today, I'm not going to fucking go to the store again. I'm not going to go meet up with people in the park. I'm going to stay home or I'm going to, 
only go to grocery once a week, whatever. We have to make these decisions. And the only one that can make the right decision is you. <laughs> it doesn't matter what the government fucking tells you. You have to say, you know what, in my heart, I know this is the right thing to do. Not even in the case of, I think this is going to kill me or not. It's about, we need to all together come together and say, how do we defeat this? Because the government's not going to save us. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. I know, man. Stay I, the fuck I, home. <laughs> well, you know, I, uh, I definitely feel like, like you're, you're, you're right on with that. And, um, I will say that the, before all this hit, I was waking up every day at 4.45 a.m. Right. And I was hitting the treadmill at 5.15 a.m. or the pool at 5.30. And these days, I'm waking up at 7 a.m., but it feels like 5.30. Uh, you know, it's just, it, it's, it's, it is, it is very, uh, it's very difficult to, to maintain the, the uh, I guess, the schedule that I had before. But I feel content in, in, in the activities that I'm engaging in, the activities I'm, I'm giving my, my kids, and, um, you know, the things that I'm trying to accomplish. And, and I know that that's all I can, you know, that's all I can do is, is continue to, pursue the things that I, you know, with my time that I know I should be doing. And right. so, um, you know, there are things that are beyond our control. And, and, and so, you know, I, I, I speak to a few people here and there, you know, kind of helping them out, whatever, and uh, counseling, whatever, and just kind of talking about pursuing health. And, and, you know, the idea is, is that, you know, that's the only thing we can control in all this. Right. But, but that's been a constant. It doesn't matter if there's a pandemic or not. You know, the only thing you control is what you're, you know, the moment in front of you. And so, uh, you know, did I, did I drink too much earlier tonight? Sure. <laughs> did, did I snack too much, you know, afterwards? Absolutely. <laughs> it, it's, it's Friday night and, and, you know, it's hard to tell one day from the other these days, but, I, um, you know, I, 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 I indulge more than I should have. And I know right. I'll reset in the morning and it's not going to be a, you know, a, an everyday thing, but, but, um, whether or not this pandemic was happening, you know, I, I, I would still be pursuing the, you know, my health. And, uh, yesterday I weighed in at 279. So, That's crazy. so I, I, um, I know that I've lost, uh, from my highest, I've lost 246 as of yesterday. And crazy. Uh, it's crazy. Um, but I, so I'm 79 pounds away from my goal, but, uh, you know, these, these pounds are certainly, you know, requiring as much mindfulness as I've ever had. Uh, I've been trying to run as much as I can. Um, yeah. And that's what that's coming out to about five or six times a week. And, you know, I'm jogging at a, at a pace that, that is super slow, but I'm happy. You know, when I go, when I go out, a part of it is just don't stop. However long I run, just don't stop. And, 
I've taken some paths and, 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 you know, I've been a little bit more ambitious on some days and whatever, but, you know, I know that, uh, I know that all those things are going to give me the opportunity to get closer to where I want to be. Uh, but, uh, you know, it's certainly, it's certainly a, uh, a chore these days, <laughs> Yeah. but, but I'll tell you, it, it is certainly meditative and it's certainly therapeutic. And, and I think that sometimes, you know, sitting a, a, on the computer and working and staring at the screen all day, you know, that, that is toxic, you know, it can be. And so you know, getting that fresh air and, 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 you know, taking advantage of that is, has been a key part of maintaining some sanity. And, um, and I can't so, wait to go fucking fishing, man. That's what I want to do. You know, it's crazy, man. Uh, there's a golf course at the end of my street and, and these days there's nobody golfing, but yeah, it's crazy. It's just, you know, a recent thing, you know, I'd say a week or two. Um, but, but I've, you know, we've been social distancing since March 7th or 8th and, and we, um, you know, so I would see plenty of people golfing and I just, just didn't understand, you know, the, the, I mean, you know, in some regards that's exercise, you know, but, you know, everybody goes and grabs those, uh, whole, you know, poles, the sticks, whatever. And, and um, the sticks, you talking about the golf clubs? No, I'm talking about, like, I'm talking about the, the whole uh, flag, whatever. Oh, like, <laughs> I thought you were calling them the sticks. Yeah, exactly. There's still a lot of people that go and, and, and interact with that stuff. And, yeah. You know, uh, but, but, you know, I guess there's just there's, there's, a, there's a bunch of different perspectives right now. There's people that are protesting the state governments to allow them to go back to work. Um, you know, I, I, I feel like, I feel like, you know, we're – we haven't seen the worst of it yet where maybe it'll convince some people that this was the right decision. But even if we're wrong, at least we'll be error, you know, making a mistake on the side of caution uh, versus, you know, being reactive to um, too late, you know, in this situation. So, um, you know, I, uh, Years ago, I was years ago. I had gotten down to on Weight Watchers. I got down to two fifty, and and um, you know, I wound up getting married and having a couple of kids, gaining all, all the weight back because I had started. Yeah, walking kids always fuck it up, man. I had, I had start, started at four hundred eleven pounds of Weight Watchers, got down to two fifty, wow. and then and then I I gained all the weight back and then some, but but the reason this time around is different is because the commitment to a healthy lifestyle is, is what is, is framing everything. You know? So I, I also believe that that pursuit and that lifestyle does have room for uh, enjoying yourself and indulging and, and, you know, um, right. we talk about time. It's like, it's about getting to where you want to be and then just maintaining it. You yeah. Know, you don't have to sacrifice everything for the rest of your life. Yeah. You just got to sacrifice for a very short period of time so that you can live a longer life doing yeah. more. And all, you know I mean? Yeah. It's crazy, man. Reading what these people are going through with this, this with this virus, it's, it's pretty scary stuff, but, uh, you know, um, uh, I, uh, 
I, I believe that uh, I believe that you know if we continue to take the measures that we're doing, I think that we'll be okay. So I'm glad to hear that you had a good day at uh, with your business. Let me ask yeah. you. Yeah. Uh, going back to your business, um, you hadn't used your truck in a while, your trailer. Well, we only would do like catering and like big events, you know, because that's how we started was in the trailer for like, I mean, almost, you know, five years roughly. Yeah. Uh, probably four or five years where we just did the truck. And then uh, we opened up the stores, it took over. And then the truck, the food truck scene kind of died. So we just, I mean, I own it. So it's like an asset, you know, so we use it for caterings and stuff like that. Um, and so when we first, you know, we, we shut down for a couple of weeks to do our part to try and flatten the curve, you know, uh, hopefully the, 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 you know, we were the, the biggest thing for us, even though we had to shut down the store, we could still do curbside, we could still do deliveries, but we were having a real hard time finding ingredients uh, because people are just fucking panic buying stuff, you know? So yeah. we made the decision we're going to shut down for a couple of weeks. And then after the two, two or three weeks, I think we're two or three weeks, whatever. And then we'll decide if we want to try and start doing curbside and pick up again, you know? So, uh, and we did. So we thought, well, instead of doing, so like a couple of other businesses in our park, they're doing curbside, like literally they're running out to this, to this, to the, to the parking lot. People are calling in orders. And I'm like, you know what? Let's bring out the fucking food truck. It's the same fucking thing, except we have a set menu. We put it out there. Somebody, yeah. cut, you know, it's the same same thing. Yeah. So it's mobile. It's out. It's out in the open. One person at a time walks up. You know, so yeah. uh, you know, it's an asset we have, and, and it's like, well, let's let's make the best, you know, of what we can do. You know, so uh, we had a great turnout. You know, uh, yeah. our our customers showed up. You know, uh, for the past couple of days, and we got you know Saturday is typically our busiest day of the week. So, yeah. um, you know. I think it's gonna be a good day. It's, it might rain. It rained a little today, but it didn't seem to keep people out. So yeah. I think people are getting a little stir crazy, and they want to go get a sweet treat, you know. And yeah. uh, you know, as long as you're practicing your what you're supposed to be doing for social distancing, and you know, you're wearing your mask and all that shit. You know, we got our our everybody that's working for us is wearing a mask, and you know, we always we're in the food industry, so you have to wear gloves or you have to wash your hands constantly. You know, Mary's hands, her her hands are so dry from all. You know, she probably washes her hands. I don't know, 50 times a day. So her hands are so dry when she comes home, you know. So, you know, that's part of being in the, the food industry. You should be practicing these things anyway. You yeah. should be wiping down tables yeah. constantly and using a bleach solution. And you should be, you know, whatever. So, you know, we're doing the same thing. We're just doing the truck, uh, the trailer, just to make it a little bit easier for customers to come out and see us. And they did. And it's awesome. And then, you know, deliveries, we're doing contactless. So we go put it down in your front porch and knock on the door and, you know, it is what it is. So, you know, uh, uh, you know, we have to survive and uh, we're going to do what's we're, what we're allowed to do, you know, and uh, we're going to practice, we're going to practice what we're doing. Right. So it's, 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 you know, it is what it is. We're not rocking and rolling like we were. I probably, I might never recover to where we were if I, you know, a, a month ago, like literally a month ago, but whatever we're going to take a different avenue now and then we'll grow from there you know so right we, we just got to survive we just got to yeah. survive this next you know probably the next six eight months but you know if things stay at least where they're at or close yeah. to it i think i think we'll be okay awesome that's good to hear dude yeah it's 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 so crazy man and um i'm glad that you made some time to to talk with me tonight
Yeah, you too, man. I know you're feeling well. I, I drink. I drink. Coke Zero. Uh, what, what's that? Coke Zero. Well, <laughs> so the, the week after we closed, you know, I was like, the, that, that week was rough. I mean, I was pretty depressed. Uh, you know, I cried. Like, when I closed the door and I locked it up, I, I cried because I wasn't sure that we were going to be open that door again. You know, I, I called my dad. And, man, you talk about when you talk to your parent when you're not, when you're feeling sad, man, that gets all poured out of me, you know, like, yeah. you know, uh, so I was feeling pretty sad. So I was like, you know what? I'm just, I just want to relax and, and, and have a drink and just, just chill and not be worried about it, you know, because yeah. I can just sit here and worry about it. So, uh, I bought some, some, a really uh, good, I, I'm not a huge drinker, but you know, I, I, I can tell what's good or not. Right. So I bought this vodka from Dripping Springs called Dripping Springs Vodka. Everybody, everybody says Tito's is the best. I have to disagree. Mm-hmm. Dripping Springs vodka was, it's like super smooth. And I, and I love white Russians. So on that Saturday, Saturday night, I think I had six or eight white Russians. And I got pretty loopy. So it was pretty good. good. I think that was the only day I drank. So <laughs> too much milk. What's that? Too much milk for me. Too much milk for you. <laughs> but I, I still, you know, I like white Russians. It's good. Yeah, I, I, had, love uh, I had some Manhattans tonight. So that was a lot of fun. What's and in a Manhattan? Whiskey and okay. sweet vermouth and then cherries. And uh, like a little... It's just like a white Russian. It's just fucking... It's a sweet white Russian. It, 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 it's a part of my wife's uh, family tradition, whatever. But they, they drink them all the time up in uh, in Mason City, Iowa. Yeah. Uh, with her grandma and everybody in the Point family. I don't think I've ever had a Manhattan before. Oh, man. I will make you one. They're they're being good. <laughs> the the first day we can record that Sunday morning. Yeah, we'll, do, we'll do a couple of Manhattan's before we shoot. We are recording Friday night, April seventeenth, right now. And uh, we just we recorded we recorded earlier this week, didn't we? Or was it last week? It was last last like Tuesday. Yeah, it was like a, the eighth last week. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know, but but it's all blended uh, together now. <laughs> I know. It's crazy, man. And uh, you hey, know, but I say good job, man. Kingsley playing the song at the end of the last video was pretty awesome. We're working on, uh, yeah, we're working on it. I'm, I'm very bad at the drums, but I, I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm having a good time playing them. So. <laughs> but uh, it's good to, good to catch up with you, man. And I'm glad to hear that you, your business is uh, functioning uh, at a level where it wasn't. So limping along, but we're, we're still moving forward, though. That's that's what it's all about, man. I'm glad to hear that. And uh, you hear the music. Hey, and you too. You get a whole the rest of the year off. That's pretty awesome. But, yeah, the, the school <laughs> for the rest. As long of as you're getting paid, right? <laughs> you know, it's it's a blessing, and uh, uh, it's as as much as it is um, as much as it is a, a a difficult time, you know, for educators. Um, I think that it's also one of those things where uh, I hope that this is the only time that this is ever gonna happen in our lifetime right. um, I also you know have this weird optimism about um, addressing the things that need to be addressed I no. think that um, I think that what has occurred in all this is um, certain things in our society have been exposed uh, absolutely, to, to, absolutely. Uh, addressing, you know, 
Um, and um, and I think that a part of that it includes education reform. Um, but uh, that's, you know, I think that's also a discussion for another occasion. But, but uh, regardless, um, you know, I'm, I'm glad to hear that you're doing well, your family's doing well. I know that there's a lot of people going out there and, and we, we pray that, that they, um, that they, uh, that they can navigate these tough times, you know, as best as possible. Uh, yep. And uh, those of you that happen to be listening, thanks for supporting us. Thanks for listening and subscribing and, and all that. And, and, uh, and know that, uh, you know, we're going to continue to pursue our health goals, whether or not there's a damn pandemic or not. So, um, but uh, I guess I'll see you soon, dude. I'll see you in, in a few days. You hear the music. I don't know if you saw it. So last week, we tried to do a hand, but it was the yeah. wrong side. So then, instead of going this way, we need to go to the outside. Uh, uh. <laughs> All right, bye. Later, bro. <laughs> Later, bro. All right, buddy. We're going stir crazy. I'm sorry.